through. I'm gonna make him an offer again. Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Don't judge me, Rocky. You're a wizard, Harry. Why so serious? Here's Johnny! I want to play a game. Welcome to episode Fist. That'd be Fist, as in five, of Lords of Film. I'm Justin Shanlin. I've been waiting for this. Uh, yeah, you have been waiting for this. Who who was that sexy voice that just said I've been waiting for this? That was Tom. <laughs> I'm like a the best Van Drillquist ever. Then I'm only kidding. It's Mr. Tootles. It's Kyle Davis here. Kyle Davis is in the house. And who else do we have here tonight? Oh, Tom Harper's here still. So tonight we're going to be doing something that we've talked about doing. Talk about some movie news. Talk about some one of our favorite films least favorite films of the year, and then Cal's gonna lead us on an oral journey of Fant for Stick. <laughs> Fant for Stick? <laughs> what the Fant, fuck are you talking about? Fant for Stick. I don't know, like, will you explain it? Because when I, I was like, why do you keep calling I it I think Fant? you need a picture to explain it. You almost do need a picture. I'll probably just link the picture in the <laughs> description so, so you can fucking figure it out. Because I was like, what? why do you keep calling it Fant for Stick? Alright, so... If you look at the logo for the newest Fantastic Four movie... Which was amazing, I hear. <clears throat> um, they, they did that cheeky little thing where you're like, we're going to put the number in the middle and have it replaced on the letters because we're so cool like that. But they didn't replace the letter, did they? Well, they had the four replaced on the A's. So when you look at the logo, it's Fant, the big letter four, and then Stick. And I was like, why do you keep calling the, the that? The four is supposed to be an A, but it just looks really dumb... And they spelled Fant for Stick. Way to go. Good job, marketing team. Yeah, that looks terrible. I'm not going to lie. Did, he kept on saying it on on our little Facebook chat. I was right. like, what are you talking about? I kept seeing it on the web, and I didn't put two and two together, but then Kyle sent this logo, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. really bad. Fant for Stick. Like, it's, like, why don't they have like like a photo of like the actual Fantastic Four and just leave, leave it at that? The logo is just so boring. It's a blank background with the letters. It sounds like it's almost as boring as the movie. It it actually is. <laughs> we'll get to that movie later on, but we got some uh let's talk some movie news. So earlier this week, as in like two or three days ago, you guys will hear this like next week, um they Den of Geek, which is a movie website that we all kind of fe- frequent from time to time, um they they had some like news about some good stuff from Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. They said that the brass like Warner Brothers they did a they did like a screening for the studio like all the studio heads, crew members. I, I'm sure the cast had to have been there as well because usually when you do like a show and tell like that you have like members of you know the cast there. They said that there was a standing ovation at the end of the film. Just how good it is. Like I haven't heard things like that since like the Dark Knight, or um, where people were giving standing ovations. Like Lord of the Rings, they all gave each other like standing ovations, like during the Two Towers and and uh, the Return of the King. I remember hearing stuff about that. So weren't there people like standing and clapping for the Amazing Spider-Man too? I mean, yes, I was. I did see a bunch of people standing and clap for that. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take what you said with a huge dose of salt. Damn it, Kyle! I'm sorry, I'm so cynical. I know. Well, you have to be after watching that 
dog shit of a movie. I almost fell asleep in the theater today. <laughs> Did you? No. You never sleep in the theater. I never sleep in the theater, but the fact that I almost did says a lot. Jeez. Um, and then also they they said that uh, that Warner Brothers is so happy with Ben Affleck's portrayal of Bruce Wayne and Batman that they're gonna make him the like the central character for the new DCEU. Um, they're gonna like surround the DCEU around Batman and like. Which is exciting, and apparently mm. they're so excited. Instead of like one solo Batman movie, they're trying to work things out for three solo Batman movies, and they also push back two Ben Affleck's direct- directorial uh, his two films. I know he's uh, directing Live by Night, and the other one uh, that's getting pushed back is The Accountant. So that's really uh, I've, that's good news for. Uh, Batman fans, if that really happens, the the three, uh... A lot of us from me, what's going on? I must be really tired. But uh, apparently there's going to be three solo Batman movies, according to the rumor are going around the uh, interweb. What do you guys think about that? And I'll start with Tom. We kind of called that months ago, that we figured that was going to happen. We, we, I don't, we discuss, I know we discussed it when we talked about Ben Affleck possibly being the director for the upcoming solo Batman movies when they get put back into circulation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still think, I still stand behind saying that it's a great decision by company to do that with him. And if you're gonna, I mean, you might as well put those movies on the back burner because you know each Batman movie is gonna make an insane amount of money. Well, what do you think about. A uh, follow-up question for you, Tom. What do you think about uh, about Affleck, or I should say Batfleck, being the central, uh, the center of the DCEU, kind of like an Iron Man? Are you uh, happy for that? Do you think... Well, yeah, I'm happy for that because, like, yeah, I love Batman. Batman's, like, my character. But that's just one of those things I don't think I can really answer until we see... There's a Mountain Dew. Uh, until we can see... Every episode. <laughs> Um, until we see what happens, I mean... We need to at least see I, Batman vs. Superman I got, first. Yeah, I gotta see something, like... The trailer's not gonna do it. I, I, yeah, like Kyle just said, we, I gotta see one movie before I can really exclaim how happy I am, other than the, just the generic, like, yes, I love Batman, so I'm super pumped. Like, I, Marvel could've fucked up real bad with putting Iron Man as their central character. I could really I, I went think, wrong. So. I think he was kind of like the... the f- by default, because it, he well, was, yeah, he was so lovable movie. by because of Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Yeah, like I think the like, whole story that comes with him and everything. Yeah, it, but yeah, I'm pumped that Batman will be the central character if that's really what's going to happen. Um, it makes sense. It always feels like he has been in like Justice League cartoons and stuff. Like you always kind of because like Batman straight up in the cartoons is he's like I show up when I want to like I'll be part of your little club but I'm not part of your little club is pretty much what he says when they decide to form it and he shows up for the important stuff and when he's there he's the staple of the group though like everybody attracts to Batman and asks Batman what needs he's kind of like the silent leader the one that the one that uh, when push comes to shove when you need someone in a foxhole it is it's Batman. What I have always enjoyed from like my favorite Justice League comics and story is 
the the Batman who really dislikes being part of this Justice League. Uh, if you've looked, at, like one of my favorite episodes of anything is the Batman Beyond episode where Terry is recruited to find oh, out. That's a great episode. Yeah, yeah really to good. find out what the fucks up with Superman. Yeah, like yeah. And he's recruited. He's recruited by Superman. Yeah, yeah, to it's a like mind inve- fuck and a half. Yeah, sorry, keep going. And he, t- at the end. No, he had that great scene where Superman's flying up, up, like up, mm-hmm. like not like he's flying up, but he's like standing up and flying, like which is awesome, like the levitating flight, yeah, yeah. like because Starro, like spoiler, Starro is like really <laughs> controlling uh, Superman, but Terry, as w- like Bruce, very adverse to being. He's kind of he's like the solo guy. Like I'm gonna do things. I'm I'm gonna stick to Gotham if you guys need me. Um, give me a call. Yeah, I'll, give me I'll a call. There, but I, you, I, you're not pay, like this is not my day job. This yeah. is like if you. This is like overtime work for me. It's like the sergeant of the police force doesn't do traffic stops, right? You know, like, yeah. So, I, but yeah, that's. I think that's like the best way to put it. Is that's how I've always felt the Batman character's been in that kind of situation. He's Plus always been the central. It's role. really weird to see a character who has no superpowers. In films with char- every other character who that has ha- exactly that's an alien or a superhuman or, or yeah. like somebody from the ocean right. a king from the ocean or he's somebody a God. super well he's the <laughs> king of the seas I know uh, it's just it's it's really like or cyborg there you go well, yeah, yeah, nobody's yeah. really talked about cyborg and no one has like why have we not talked how excited we are we for suck. cyborg as soon as we see like an official promo picture of Cyborg, everyone's just gonna go nuts, I can oh, yeah. tell. Now, apparently Ray Stone's, like, really, a really good, uh, really good actor from, like, th- people I've heard talk about him being on stage. I think this is, like, his first, like, like he's, he's a stage actor? He's not a movie actor? He is a, st- he's from the stage. Okay. Should be well, interesting. So, same question to you, Kyle, that I just asked Tom. You might want to re-ask it. It was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, thoughts it. on F... Uh, this, the Affleck or Batfleck being the central character of the DCEU and thoughts on him potentially being in three solo Batman movies that I already asked you that it was a while ago I mean it really doesn't surprise me whatsoever uh, just looking at it from a business perspective regardless of how like, Ben Affleck's performance is as an actor or a director having him be more involved with the whole DC extended multiverse or whatever, it's just going to bring in more money regardless. More Batman. It's always just going to be a moneymaker. But, like, from a fan perspective, how do I think it's going to work out? I think it'll be just fine. Although, like, Tom, I can't really say for sure until I've seen him in action. I need to see that before I can actually make a judgment call on it because I am not going to base my decision on a trailer. <laughs> or a magazine cover with no neck. <laughs> <laughs> and that was our presentation of Shailen and Batman. Well, for for Lords of Film, this is a Lords of Film episode. Yeah, uh, that was film related. Yeah, it was very <laughs> film related. So yeah. well, let's let's jump. Let's off. talk about uh, some more film related stuff. Uh, we've seen some more promo photos from the X Men Apocalypse. Uh, thoughts on that so far? Isn't this like Brian Singer's last for- foray into the land of X Men? There's like that giant axe. There's this the CGI photo with Storm in the background. 
I haven't seen these yet, so I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so what we haven't talked about yet, though, is uh, the the thoughts of Ivan Ooze. Have we we haven't talked about that, have we? I thought we were making a joke about it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we joked about Ivan Ooze. But <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, I, there's simply a lot of like final things happening in the X Men universe because I know. Uh, Hugh Jackman's last performance as Wolverine is coming yeah. up soon in the next couple of years or so. He has, like, what, two movies left? Something like that? I think he just has the Wolverine. Th- just one like, movie, isn't it? And like he's yeah, I think up- he has this upcoming X-Men movie, and then there's, like, another standalone I Wolverine movie. I thought it was movie. just the X-Men movie, and then the Wolverine movie was going to be the reboot. He, apparently, he's going to be, like, a cameo in Apocalypse, possibly, or a cameo in Gambit, or... Something yeah, like, I haven't heard like anything that. about him being in Gambit, so I don't know. Yeah, like I thought the new Wolverine movie that was going to come out was going to be the reboot with the new character, with the new actor, but I'm not sure. No, the, no. his his the third Wolverine movie that's coming out is supposed to be his. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh at that. <laughs> there's a what's, there's an awesome gif of. Uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man suit without the mask. It's crying. just crying. Like, but it's like, a, it's like a two-second gift, so it's just over and over. It's perfect. But what's it, what's it saying? And it just says 300 days left until X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, love Twitter. But Good apparently stuff. he's supposed to be... The Wolverine's his last... Uh, foray into the land of Wolverine. Is that supposed to be like a Death of Wolverine movie or something? I don't know. But I know that's it's over. And apparently... Th- I, I don't know. It's weird right now with what's going on with Fox because... Apparently, Fassbender and McAvoy have signed on for more X-Men movies. But th- I thought that they were supposed to... From my understanding of the rumors that I've heard... Is that this... Like, Jennifer Lawrence is done. Hugh Jackman's done. Uh, and this... Th- X-Men Apocalypse was going to be the last uh, of this series and then they're going to reboot it again? Which, I don't know. Which is weird because they just got through soft rebooting it with the last movie. I thought they were going to have a nice couple of movies out of this, but... I would love to see a continuation with Fastbender and McAvoy. I really liked the the dynamics. McAvoy should have been nominated for an Academy Award for his portrayal in uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. And fast, I love Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender is one of my favorite actors. But yeah, like I don't know, like it's really con- like I'm really confused. And then we hear rumors that Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four, was supposed to work into the X Men. Like they were going to do crossovers. Yeah, those plans got shut down pretty quickly. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's crazy. Like, and then the l- l- last little little movie news we'll talk about is Gambit. Channing Tatum is he or is he not? Yeah, is he? He, he he is. He okay. is because okay. he balked. Apparently, he balked because he wanted more money. He was holding out or something. He wanted more money. It was that it was a little prick. Something was weird because all of a sudden, like he's did, not little at all. Didn't he no. get paid buttloads for Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, come on. <laughs> what's Ooh. what's that reaction? Do you have what a fucking f- Do you have a fucking leak? What, what the fuck's Jupiter Ascending? That super overhyped movie that no one went and saw? Oh, yeah, the one they were supposed to have Batman vs. Superman, but they pulled it. Yeah, remember that? they knew that movie was fucking terrible. Yeah! It's like well, the Matrix guys or something. That one. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So Channing Tatum is Gambit. Happy, not happy. We don't need to spend too much time on this. I'm cool with that. Why not? I've never been against Channing Tatum. I know yeah. a lot of people hate on him for being that, that pretty boy, but he's always kind of impressed me. Yeah, he he is... I wouldn't say he's like a versatile actor. Like he's no, he's no Fassbender. He's no McAvoy. Oh yeah. But he gets the job done. Why didn't they go after what's his nuts that played him in Origins? Oh, Taylor Kish. Yeah. From, uh, he didn't really. He can he be? Is he, he felt suit- fine as Gambit to me though? Would you honestly. say he's suitable for a lead role though? He felt fine. I don't in, like in what he had. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe he couldn't I don't handle f- the whole like actual lead role. But I mean, it might have been worth a shot. I don't know. I don't think that he can. If if you put his name on a marquee, he's not going to sell this tickets. Is Gambit, yeah, 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 he's okay. not going to put. And people were. I understand. People were yeah. saying that Channing Tatum isn't going to sell tickets either. But I will see it. Depending depending on uh, what he looks like, you know, I'm not one of those people that like, oh, he has to look a certain way. But just depending on how everything, I don't know who's directing it. I don't know who's writing it. it just it depends on those factors. If I'll go see it. Opening night, but I'm sure I'll catch up with it. I mean, it can't be as bad as Green Lantern or Fantastic Four. I mean, the problem the problem that Gamma is having is why is the, the budget 150 million dollars? Right, why can't just, they make that eight. There's not as much star power in it, and it's just not as like exciting of a movie. You don't know, like a Gambit solo movie compared to like an uh, upcoming Batman versus Superman right. or a solo Wolverine movie. True. Solo Wolverine movie. Everyone loves Hugh Jackman, and then there's like. Marvel's got a whole bunch of shit coming up. There's just like so much stuff to be excited about that, unfortunately, Gamma just kind of slides on the radar sometimes. That's why I'm so confused why they're making it for a hundred and fifty million dollars. They they really need to rethink. I think they really need to get that budget down to about eighty, just so they feel comfortable enough with everything to actually push it actually through and right. make it. Yeah. Um. Do you do you know when it's supposed to be coming out? Like, what kind of competition is it going to see in theaters? I think they start filming in October, November. So it's I'm not a, sure. So it's going to be like a summer movie. I think it's not. I don't think it's coming out till next fall. Next fall, not this okay. fall, but next fall. I'm not sure. Like I'm, like I just we're just going off the basis of like our thoughts on Channing Tatum. Uh, I'm I'm not excited and I'm not unhappy with it. It's kind of like all right, whatever. He can either s- screw it up or make him awesome. I've I've ne- I wasn't really impressed with Taylor Kish as Gambit, but the, this it wasn't his fault. He was trying, but the they just under that that movie just had so many problems with it. Oh yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. Like you can tell that they're trying to distance themselves from that movie as much as possible, and from Last Stand as well. Yeah, like even if you I don't know if you guys saw the the trailer of the. Was it the trailer of the Deadpool trailer that came out? Just a little yes. teaser? There was a little part where Deadpool's like, brought to you by the studios that sewed my fucking mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were just making fun of themselves right there. Like, they knew they messed up. And so they're like, okay, hey, hey let's move on. That was a different regime, though. Let's get out of here. The, the guy who ran um, the 20th Century Fox, then Tom Rothman, is now running Sony into the ground. It doesn't surprise me. Uh... So, I know this isn't really, like, cinema film, like this is Lords of Film, but they they sh- it's a television show. Kyle, thoughts on season two of, you know I'm going to ask, season Ooh. two okay, of yeah. True Detective. Uh, how spoilerish should I get into this, season one and season two-wise? Uh, just 
give me. I'll be the- kind of light. I'll be light. Don't don't hate me. Um, yeah. So the second season of True Detective came to a close last night, and uh, if you're on social media, you probably heard a lot of outcry from fans about it. They said it was boring. They didn't understand what was going on half the season. Yeah, basically, I'm just going to like sum up season two right now, uh, like in comparison to season one. Anyway, um, season two took a more kind of traditional approach to the detective kind of shows. Um, they went for a more noir noir style versus like a character study from the first season. And along with that, they are like, okay, we're going to have a lot more characters for people to like watch, interact with. And they're also like, okay, we're going to go for this super complicated story. It's going to feel great. But along the way, a lot of details just got lost. A lot of the characters, they either like didn't get enough time on the screen or they're just like, there was just too much written for their characters to fit into an eight episode season. So like what ended up happening is as the season progressed, people are just lost. They don't know what's going on every week. They have to like go to message boards just to find out what was going on. I know I had to. And at the end of it all, they're just like, well, um, yeah, throw everything together, mix it up, let's throw it out there, throw it out there. And then at the end, it's just like, I I don't know what happened. Like, apparently the mystery is solved, but like, no one knows exactly what happened in the middle. There's just like a whole bunch of loose ends that never got finished. A lot of the characters end up being kind of pointless and not very... Which is weird because season one was so tightly wound and yes. everything was really put together well, really great story, everything really paid off at the end. Oh yes, I love season one just because it was so different from other like detective shows I've seen. There was like this story, this mystery going on with the the satanic call. You had the two main characters, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, that were just fantastic. And it was you had this all pl- take place in like this Louisiana swamp. I've never really seen that as a location for a, 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 like a setting or anything like that. So that really drew me in. But then you flash forward to the next season. Sure, we have a couple of really good characters and like um, Collins, Colin, Colin's character. He was Colin really Farrell. Colin Farrell's character. Yeah, he was really good. The other three, not so much. Vince Vaughn. Tara Vince Kish. Vaughn's character. I, I didn't even know what he did until, like, halfway through the season. It was not very well explained. It's like, okay, so he's this rich guy, but, like, why is he rich? Oh, he owns his, he owns his clubs? Or, or, no, he doesn't. Does he? No. No, he doesn't. He says he doesn't have the clubs. Then why is he rich? Like, I was really confused, like, what he did. Even that wasn't really explained until the end. And even then, afterwards, you know, after he finally started figuring out what was going on with his story, it just kind of amounted to nothing, and all his actions ended up being pointless and didn't really serve any purposes. Interesting. So, thumbs up, thumbs down on this season? Uh, kind of in the middle. Like, it's still better than most TV out there, but... Well, is it better than The Walking Dead? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Is it better than Gotham? Probably. <laughs> really? Gotham was was okay as well. I'll just say that. Um, there are a lot of low points. Okay, let's... Uh, do we should do we want to jump right into Fantex Fant for Fant for Stick Fant for Stick? It's actually got a hashtag on uh, Twitter too. Fant for Stick. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. Or do we want to talk like a favorite film of the summer? Or do you want to talk about Mad Max? So just go. 
I would right. love to talk Sur- about Circle Jerk Mad Max. Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I my favorite movie of the summer and blocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to do that today too again. Yeah, you did. That's awesome. I, I, like usually, I never we I never throw my dirty laundry out there on the world and in, into cool, the world. Cool, so don't do it. I just want to say like I like I'll leave somebody unfriended me off Facebook. Then called me. I didn't answer because I was like, "Why are you calling me?" She, I just wanted. To, I just want to know what happened. So that's why I unfriended you. Then why are you? I just don't understand. You saw that conversation. You and your woman, Justin. <laughs> I just don't get people anymore. Crazy, just crazy. Crazy. Um, but yes, my favorite movie of the summer. I saw Inside Out. I've I saw. Um, the Minions movie. Mad Max. There's an, like a few other ones, but did you see Jurassic World? Oh yes, in Jurassic World. But for me, my favorite film of the summer uh, had to be Mad Max. Just I loved how it was put together, the epic scale of it, the simplistic story. Because literally, they go one direction, then they go back the same direction. I was telling that to a friend the other day. Like, oh, have you seen Mad Max? It's amazing. Like, why is it the good? Is the story good? I'm like. No, the story kind of sucked. All they do is drive up to the middle of the desert, turn around, and come back. That's the whole movie. <laughs> but it was just so well made and put together. And I know we've t- me, like I've talked to you guys about it, but there's so many. It's it's really hard to explain the simplistic narrative because there's things going on throughout. Like this, like you're getting a lot of. It's very character driven. Yes, but the story was played in such a simple way that you're really more invested in the characters than you are in the story, which is really... Because usually when that happens, you get a really terrible movie. Like, you really care more about the story, like, what's going on. But the characterization, trying to learn who Max is and, uh... Furiosa? I can never pronounce Furiosa? it. Yeah. And her, played by Charlize Theron. So, it's so... And that music by Junkie XL... So incredible. That was a fantastic soundtrack, yes. It's probably one of my... It's got to be in my top five. I don't often go out and buy soundtracks, but that was one I had to go and get just because it sounded so cool, and it was just so well put together. Everything was pretty spot on for that. Tom, thoughts on the score? I know you, Tom, Tom doesn't... Tom has a family, so getting out to see a movie at all is one of those rare occasions. But he I'm a busy has, guy. Yeah, whatever. But, How uh, dare you have a life? Yeah. Um, I've heard the score from these two, pretty much, going, play my max score, play my max score while I'm doing stuff. So, from listening to that, like, yeah, that's that's awesome. It's, it's like, total hype, high energy, heavy percussion. Like, like I, the Brothers in Arms yeah, yeah, song yeah, 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 yeah. is an orgasm for my ears. It's, it, it's really good. Like the score alone has me sold on the movie. Like I will be seeing it soon. Definitely. Um, what about the score? Did you enjoy other than the percussion? Did you like? <clears throat> like I like the high energy. The it had like a it had like energy industrial. It was very industrial. It had like yeah. an industrial heavy metal kind of feel to it. Like and, and like electronica, like the the yeah, dubstep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was cool. It was modern. It was hip. It was cool. I, there's really not much more to say about it. Um, yeah. 
Can I just <laughs> can I just say that nope. I think shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And what do you want to say, buddy? <laughs> I just I just want to say that I think this is kind of a bold statement, but I think Mad Max has had the best cinematography of any movie in the past couple of years. Like, I I'd agree. If you pay close attention to just like the camera work, it is all so put well, it's so well put together. Just like the way seeing transition from each other. Like I saw a little highlight on a uh, YouTube the other day about how like the scene transitions worked and how there would always be like some action happening on screen and like for example there was this one part where there was like the, the dirt bikes jumping over the road and all that mm-hmm. and how like whenever a dirt bike would like come on screen and like start going over as soon as they reached like the center of the screen it would like transition to a shot of, like Furiosa in the middle of the screen and then like, she start doing something and how like the point of action always like synced up with the next frame and where the action started and moved into the next scene and, like that that was just like a really cool piece of uh, video That's I saw. Cool. For a lot of you who don't know, Tom's a musician. I showed him, uh, like on YouTube, they show they they have like scenes, obviously bootlegged, but the scene where the guitar they were like blasting fire out. That's, that's oh yeah, that was. Oh cool, yeah, that man. guy. That was yeah, really cool. like that, that made me love, fall in love. I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Yeah, that was a cool character for sure. Like the the everything, cool character, cool vehicle, like the speakers mm-hmm. and the guitar. Like, it was that was badass. And that Nicholas was rock and roll, Holt man, really like like you didn't even know. I didn't like. I knew he was in the movie, but like he's such a chameleon in that. In his role, I can't remember what his, what his like name was, but he was playing that one grunt guy, right? Yeah, yeah, such a good actor, and I, like Tom Hardy was amazing, and he had so little to say, but he did so much. Yeah, he, he played one of those you know strong silent characters, but it worked really well, and it just kind of allowed his supporting actors to kind of steal the show a bit. Like I didn't walk out of the movie being like, "Oh my god, Tom Hardy was so amazing in that movie." I was just like. Yeah, Tom Hardy did a good job. Uh, it was good, but, like, man, those other characters, amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was really, what I really, like, I really liked about it is a lot of people said, oh, it's a feminist movie, and I really didn't, I, I thought that it was just a really good, right story that, and I'm sure I'm going to get beat up on this, on social media, but I really loved how they pl- portrayed the 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 women in the movie as strong no shut up Justin they were slaves <laughs> <laughs> really strong characters really like they really drove the movie and they kept the movie like like the pregnant girl how uh uh immortal Morton Joe whatever his name like, Joe yeah he was trying to like get her back and everything like it was like, his favorite girl Justin I know it was his favorite girl but at the same time, it's like they really drove the movie. It was, it's one of those rare movies that it's for at all, like for the adults. For each, like there's the action for the guys, the the silent John Wayne type. But it's also a great like women's story of heroism, strength, courage that you don't get in a lot of summer blockbuster. That's a epic blockbuster tale. And it was well done, and I'm really excited for the continuing story of that Mad Max. And I really would love to see like a solo Furiosa movie. Yeah, that that would actually be a good movie to see. Yeah, I would. And if George Miller is involved, yes. And another weird, like apparently he might be up for a solo DCEU movie, 
Like, yeah, we keep hearing those rumors. Maybe Superman. Who knows? But if he gets one of those movies, just prepare to be in awe. I want a Flash movie. Oh, that'd be awesome, too. That'd be very awesome. Flash movie would be nice. So did it, did any of you, like, t- Tom, I know you have... I new- haven't made it to shit this summer. <laughs> Kyle, do you his, have, like, His favorite? favorite was that one trailer. Yeah. <laughs> no. But no. Jurassic World, Inside Out. Uh, my favorite movie was Pixels, wasn't it? I I never got to go see that. I, <laughs> I was, and then I heard the this the backlash, and I'm like, no, no, I don't think I'm going to go support Adam Sandler again. Even though I can love- he Adam Sandler, please stop making movies. He's still like the fourth highest paid actor in Hollywood for some reason. Well, because he. He's the like the, his own studio because he owns everything. Yeah. yeah, he owns his production company. He's the director. He's the everything. Yeah, he's a baller, yo. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to love you, Adam, but no more, please. No, I think you were just fourteen once. <laughs> you're, you're probably right in that. I think that's exact. I just. But, but no, I, I legitimately yeah. think his older movies are good. I, like Billy I, to Madison, this day, Happy Gilmore. I love Big Happy Daddy. Gilmore. Big Daddy is a classic. Those are classics, and like they were silly, but it's classic Adam Sandler. Yeah, and, like, like the jokes in that are funny they're, today. They're, yeah, they're so still, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not like what's the Jack and Jill? Oh my God! I'm walking out. <laughs> I still laughed my ass off through all of uh, that's my boy though. Not going to lie. Well, the Zohan wasn't horrible either. Like it had its moments. Wow, like, that's true. The hair one, right? Yeah. Like, like, like. Uh, that's yeah. That's funny you say that. I remember what's seeing the football that movie one. Now. He did not. Like he the, did two. The, the long. Oh, the, the longest, longest yard. yard. That was a like more serious yeah. movie though. Waterboy. Like... Don't forget Waterboy. Yeah, like those. <laughs> I I prefer Longest Yard over Waterboy just really? because he's more serious. We can more... do a whole Lords of Film on Adam Sandler. Just shit talk him for an hour. <laughs> well, we could do like before and after. Before and after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it could be a two-parter. We could have a love episode and a hate episode. <laughs> Stay so, tuned! Coming soon to your TV stations. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, favorite film of the summer? I'm just, I'm just going to uh, kind of run down all the movies I have seen. I didn't always get to see them in the theater, but it, like, when they eventually came to the video, I'd make sure to see them. So, like, I went and saw... No, I did recently see Kingsman. That was really awesome. That was yeah. such a fun movie. Looking forward to more of that in the future. I love the ending, how she's like... The girl's like, if you save me, you can put it in my ass. He's like, okay. Weren't people like complaining afterwards how that like scene implied rape or something later? I thought I heard. How was that implied? She's like, I thought I heard controversy surrounding that. I end. didn't. I didn't hear that. But maybe they weren't people bitch me. about it's, anything it's it's the today. Internet. Anyways, it was a fun movie, and hearing Samuel L. Jackson talk of a lisp for a while was. Interesting, really and weird, but I'm awesome. sold already. <laughs> he, he talks of a lisp the entire time, and you're just like transfixed on because you're like, this, this is not normal. Why is he doing that? <laughs> It'd be like, it's like Morgan Freeman like talking. Is with this his something daughter. I can find on YouTube right yes, now? Yes, you can do that. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can probably find it. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's you, awesome. You just keep talking. What am I searching for, real quick? Just type in Samuel Jackson. Uh, Kingsman Lisp. Alright, cool. <laughs> yeah. You keep talking, I'll find this. And then the main character's name is Eggsy or something like that. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? This I was is... really hoping that kid would be the new Spider-Man. Oh, I have, I never thought of that. Yeah, Or he could be an awesome Robin. Nightwing. He has a bright future out of him, I have to oh, say Oh yeah, that. there's no question. He... <laughs> What's so Samuel Jackson. If you, when you type in Samuel Jackson and you type K, the first thing that comes up is Samuel Jackson, Jackson Kingsman. 
The second thing that comes up is Samuel L. Jackson, Kingsman List. <laughs> yes. I told you. I've yes. done this. Oh. Uh, so. Say my name, motherfucker. Uh, boy, Mike back <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let me click on this. <laughs> Continue, Kyle. Yeah, so um, besides Kingsman, I also saw Mad Max. That's my favorite movie of the year so far. I also saw Jurassic World. I really enjoyed Jurassic World. Chris Pratt is the real deal. He he did that very well. I loved his role. Uh, I know a lot of people were kind of just like, oh, I didn't like this part or that part. And yeah, like, the first half an hour or 40 minutes of the movie or so were slow. It was just kind of nostalgia-filled, although I didn't really like the new kids. Like the, I didn't like him either. Especially the older brother. What a douche. Like, seriously? He was a prick to his little brother. He just, like... Abandoned his little brother in Jurassic World. In Jurassic World, and they're like, "That's like Tom abandoned his boy in freaking like Mad Maxville." Jeez. Go fend for yourself, son. And there's like the whole fact that like he has his girlfriend at home, and then as soon as he gets to Jurassic World, he's like, "I'm gonna go hit on all the ladies." Here. <laughs> I'm like, you have a fucking girlfriend, you little motherfucker. What a prick. And then it's like, all right, we're gonna close the park down because some bad shit's going. I need the kids like. Hey man, you want to want to go uh, take this sphere and go deeper into the dangerous parts of the park? I'm like, oh my god, this guy! Oh no! Oh my god, you killed my brother! <laughs> okay, Tom, play that shit, and play then we that, can finish. Play that um, shit. I think it's this one. You left here, motherfucker. I'm offering you the opportunity to become a king. Oh, no, it's a trailer. This is a trailer. This is. A on February 13th. Can we just hear it? No, he didn't. No. Okay, we can stop this. <laughs> just stop. Sweet. But seriously, if you haven't seen Kingsman yet, go do it. It's a fun movie. The trailer looks sweet. Oh, yeah. That's a, like, I love Colin Firth in this movie. Definitely. So good. If you like British accents, you'll also love this movie. British accents and lisps. Good stuff. Um, what else did I see this summer? I saw Ant-Man. That was not half bad. But it wasn't any good? No, it was pretty good. I haven't I, seen it I yet. liked how it um, it was kind of refreshing for Marvel movies. Like, you know, how their formula is always like, oh, there's this super-powered bad guy, and he's going to find this item, and he's going to use it to enhance his powers and destroy the world or something. But Ant-Man's like, we're just going to copy Iron Man 1 and have the enemy be like a bald businessman. He's going to steal this technology and sell it to terrorists. <sighs> so, like, it wasn't exactly original, but it was still kind of fun. And the, uh, I don't Are me- any of the Marvel movies original? They really do seem to take... Like, one of these days, I'm going to do, like, a frame-by-frame frame <laughs> comparison to Transformers and Avengers. I swear oh, to God, I'm going to do that. I swear oh, to God. Yeah. It's going to take me, like, a week to do it's it. It's literally the exact same movie, the first Avengers and Transformers 2. I swear to God, I'm going to do it one day. Do it. I think do we're going to have to do an ant cut on that. And cut. But, you know, like, uh, Ant-Man and Avengers 2 are both okay movies. They're not... I did not like Avengers 2. I'm sorry. Not a fan of it. I didn't think it was There's a, a lot you're not a fan of, just saying. Well, it's, it wasn't a good fucking movie. No, it was not. It, it's definitely meant for those who have already seen all the other Marvel movies and have an idea of what's going on, because they, they're they very bad about like actually providing context for what's going on. They just 
expect you to like that have ending seen, was horrific. They expect you to have seen every movie and probably all the TV shows to know what's going on. Mm. That ending That's was horrific. I hated that ending, and they it there's so many weird scenes in that movie that just did not play off. Like the weird. Okay, so you lose Thor for like half the movie, then all of a sudden Justin he, he was going to that magic pool to see his future. Okay, he goes to that magic pool and that didn't get fucking played played <laughs> off paid off. Um. Again, it was another one of those things where, like, the hardcore fans are like, "Oh my god, that's a vision of the Infinity Wars! It's coming, guys! It's coming!" And everyone else is just like, "What's what's going on here?" But, yes, okay. there was like 02 percent of people who knew who cheered during that scene, and then everyone's like, "Huh?" I went with like eight friends. I literally am not lying. Four of them passed out. Oh my god! I'm not even lying. Man, I, I, I hate to know what they're like in during Fantastic Four. Oh my. God. They're not going to see that. Speaking of Fantastic Four... Let's I, jump right into that. I did see that today, and I did okay, not like be, it. Okay, let's, did not let's like do it. this. What did you... What was the overall... What was the movie about? First... Okay, first... Uh, um, let's do this, sorry. So you okay. said there was 50 minutes of what, and then 20 minutes of right. what, and 10 minutes L- of let what? Let me break down like what happened in the movie. So, <laughs> like the first 10 minutes were like... Back at the the main character's like childhood when he's in like elementary school and he's like doing this presentation like I invented- Reed Richards yeah Reed Richards he's like I invented a teleporting machine he's like showing his classes and I'm just like okay whatever who gives a shit you're like yeah you're- if I if it's some- a teleporter okay kid did it actually work yeah it actually worked he, like he takes Ben back to his garage and he's like teleporting stuff into different dimensions and he's bringing sandbag he's like this is so cool I'm just like what the fuck yeah. like no one gives a shit that this kid invented a teleporter <laughs> in the? his garage dude if I knew somebody who invented a teleporter I'm hanging out with that kid but like it gets even worse because in like the next scene he yeah well yeah you see where that gets you <laughs> the next scene he's in high school at like a, a science fair or whatever did he it, win the science fair? No, here, here, let me explain. <laughs> oh my so god. So he brings like an even bigger version of the teleporter, and he's like, look at this, I can take this item, place it here, and then he turns the machine on it, and throws, like, it disappears, and he's like, it's gone! And then, like, so it's like the prestige? Yeah. Like, <laughs> these like judges were just sitting there like, okay, whatever. Like They didn't care that the item had disappeared completely. So it was a funny movie? No. <laughs> what? So then, so then, like he activates the machine again, and it brings the this item back, and there's like sand and stuff over it. Like, oh, it's so weird. They're, they're just like, man, this is a science fair. It's not a magic show. You're just wasting our time with this shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You can't literally make something disappear with a machine, and that no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, what? This is the best comedy of the year. Like at this point, I'm just like, okay, this movie is already like pissing me off. And this is the first like ten minutes. I'm dying over here. So, li- so then, like, Tom just has a huge smile on his face. <laughs> yeah. so, He's trying not to laugh out loud. So then, uh, LOL. Yeah, like, what's his name? Franklin Storm or something? Like, whatever his, the guy's name is. I don't remember the character's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? You just saw the movie today, Johnny Storm. Frank? No, it's like his dad, like Johnny Storm's dad or something. Oh, uh, what? He's like the scientist guy, but he is. I thought at- he was in the military. No, he's a scientist. I haven't now. seen the movie. So he's a scientist. Yeah, Come shut on. the fuck up. You ain't even seen the movie. You ain't seen shit. I just watched Spaceballs the other day. I'm sorry. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, Lords of Film. We gotta do Spaceballs. Coming soon. 
Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Balls in your space. Balls of steel. <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah, so uh, Storm's dad is at this fair because he's like a scientist, and then he comes over, he's like, Richard, uh, that was amazing. I've been trying to study tr- teleportation for years, and we've never found out how to do it, and you did it. You want to work for us? What? <laughs> it was late. It's like, he's like, okay. What? So, so then you go forward for the next 40 minutes. And it's just Richard and, like, the other four main characters or whatever working as, like, lab assistants. And they're just, like, walking around the lab doing generic stuff. And nothing happens. Like, like, so they're, like, inventing things that have to do with, like, the end scene, right? No. Like, they kind of introduce uh, Victor Von Doom. Like, he's this, like, angsty guy. And he's like, yeah, I used to work on teleporters, but then I gave up after it couldn't work. So now I just hate the human race. I'm like, what? That, that's his motivation. He's just like, I, I just don't like human race anymore. Why? What's wrong with the humans? Because he couldn't get a teleporter to work. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's, I can't, I can't drive a motorcycle, you, and I don't hate the world. Yes, you do, Justin. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is supposed to be the part of the movie where, like, all the characters are, like, meet each other, and they become bonding, friends. yeah. And then, but like, it's a 40 minute bonding period. Yeah, it, it's literally. So, there's like this a is, montage. The, this is like two episodes of filler in a TV show. Ooh. <laughs> That's what this part of the show is. So, it's like movie. an episode of Friends? <laughs> <laughs> is there a montage, though, of them training, like in South Park? Nope. Oh no montage. Gosh. This was like legit, like, alright, this is the scene where Richard and Sue, like, go to the library and they start, like, they did hitting, not go to the library. They were at a library. What the hell? Like, Sue's there, like, doing research or something, and then Richard comes over and he's like, look at all these books I got. These are awesome. So happy to be here. He, he did not. He did that. That is what an actual scene in the movie. He goes to the library and starts hitting on Sue. Over books? Over books. Did they, did they like, get it on in the library? Why are they in the library? Because there's a library yeah. near the laboratory, apparently. I don't smart people go to the library. Duh! Yeah. <laughs> and then she's what does all, this have to do with the plot of the movie, though? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> i tell you what. After they eventually, like, got their shit together... Built <laughs> eventually. The, built the te- teleporter and went into the teleporter, which, illegally, they weren't supposed to go on the teleporter... They were supposed to send, like, NASA people into the teleporter, but they're right. like, no, we built this, we're gonna go there first and mark, make our mark in history. We're gonna plant an American flag in this other world. So they are, the four, the, the, the kids. All four of them? They're, the, they're four teenagers. The fans four stick. Actually, the four... <laughs> I'm the, confused. The four people that went in were actually uh, Richard, Ben... Sue. Sue. No, uh, Johnny's, Johnny and Doom. That was the four people that went in, and Sue was stayed behind. So, she, does she not have her powers? No. Well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> Anyways, so the four people go into the teleporter, and there's, like, this weird dimensional world or whatever that's going on. I heard of a light. Yeah, so, like, they take the flag, and they're like, alright, we're we cruising this for America, or whatever, and they, like, stick in the ground, and it causes this, like, energy to go over the place. And as soon as they do that, like, the whole world starts crumbling, and there's, like, green light everywhere. So, you no, know, like, during the panel, like, oh my god, get back to the teleporter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> of course, you know, like, Doom gets caught, and he gets left behind while everyone else heads back to the teleporter and gets out of there. And, you know, like, when they try to get in the teleporter, things happen, like, Richard's arm, he, he, like, the king at the door is closed, so, like, Richard has his arms all stretched out, Ben gets, like, collapsed in by rocks, and then Johnny's pod gets, like, lit on fire or something, so that's how they get their powers, sort of. Weird. And they leave Doom behind in this other realm, and then they get out of there. But like when they when they came back, what does Doom look like? 
Tom. He looks like a he looks like a fucking slee stack, dude. <laughs> slee stack. He looks just like a slee stack without the big goofy yellow eyes. No, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm googling what slee. Later stack. on in the movie, when he comes back as he has his doom form, mm-hmm. he looks like a green target dummy, green, <laughs> a green <laughs> crash dummy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like he has like really wow. small eyes and like the narrow mouth. There's movies just like. I'm gonna destroy the world. I'm just gonna you kill fear you. me. <laughs> That's gonna... not a line in the movie, is it? No, not exactly. <laughs> okay. That's basically his attitude. He's just like, I got all these powers. You can't have the powers yourself, so I'm just gonna destroy the world. <laughs> oh my god. His motivation was so bad. <laughs> I gotta see this movie. Just I couldn't like... make a transporter. No, I'm he, he hates everything because he didn't make the teleporter. Richard did, so he's sour, sour about that. <laughs> what it. the hell? Damn it, Reed. Like, I'm not going to go too much more detail, like, what happens, because there might be some people that actually want to go see it for some reason, but, like... We're trying to save people money here. <sighs> you can send your 1250 to Shannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your $1,250. <laughs> we will entertain you more make than... Make checks Shand- payable to Kyle Davis. Yes, please. <laughs> we, will, we will make sure you're more entertained. But, like, it's- too long, didn't watch um, the first hour of the movie. It's bullshit. It's just, like... Them beating each other, building the teleporter, going to teleport and getting their powers. That's it. The last 30 minutes. So the movie's only an hour and a half long? It's only an hour and a half. Thank God. What? It's a short movie. The last 30 minutes is like two parts. The Fantastic Four like fighting each other because they're like all pissed off at Reed for getting them into this mess. They're just like fighting each other while Doom is stuck in the other dimension. They eventually like, go back and get Doom, and then Doom turns out to be evil now, and he's just, like, killing everybody. <laughs> so, so they decided, like, okay. So they decided to, like, take on Doom and so, stop fighting So the way other? they take on Doom after he kicks their ass for a while is, like, they get him back into the other dimension, and then they literally punch him back in. The thing punches him back into this green stop. light. Stop. So it's, like, Green Lantern? It's Green Lantern. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that does not happen. They get Doom back into the other dimension. By what? And they punch him into the light. They punch him into the light, the energy where he originally got his powers from, and then he disappears. Does Why the Rockman punch him? The Rockman punches God him. God damn it. While, Why? while Why he says, he it's clobbering time. Which, He's... by the way, he, he gets that line because in this version of the Fantastic Four, Ben, also known as the Thane's older brother, is like a huge bully. And just like abuses him, and it always says it's clobbering time when he's like beating on his little brother. So that's where he gets his line from. His abusive older brother. <laughs> what? That's fucking. This is depressing. Man. I'm depressed. <laughs> I might need therapy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, this movie. It's just so full. So, does that just credits right after he punches him into the. No, so like, they get rid of Doom. <laughs> they, like, they get back out. Clobbering time credits. <laughs> they should have time credits because what happens afterwards they're like they Please solve all this for a refund. they get rid of D- Doom and then they're like meeting with his board directors about the project and they're like it's well, fantastic or something you're not you're not that far off I read I read the plot line on Wikipedia like they meet with his board directors and they're like we, we wish to continue our experiments but on the condition that we kind of remain our own independent thing and you just like fund us and we get to keep all the discoveries of our own and stuff like that. I'm just like, God, these green So you give us super special welfare and 
<laughs> we just do what we want. <laughs> Basically, yeah, but they agree. <laughs> so they get greedy uh, motherfuckers. <laughs> so they get their own facility at the very end. <laughs> what? Why? Section 28 housing, too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so they're living in the projects. <laughs> they, they got the money, man. They're rolling the dough. <laughs> Started from the trap. Now I rat. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! This is gonna be like my favorite episode of this of all time. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, this is your bullshit, right? Like this, this is, not- is fucking bullshit. No, I wish I was bullshitting right now, but like most of this is accurate. Oh my most no, of it. no! It's like that Michael Scott gift that you see. Oh, oh God. please, God, no! 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so... so for the final out. scene... So the final scene. time credits, right? No. The final scene is the four fantastic people are, like... <laughs> the fantastic, <laughs> fantastic people. They're, they're all, like, sitting on this ledge, like, overlooking their new facility. They're like, damn, we did good. That is not how it ends. No, so then they're like... They said, damn, we did good? No, they don't see that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kind of paraphrasing what they're oh like. Oh my god, that would have been awesome. But, like, Reed then says, like, you know, now that we're a team, we need to have a name for ourselves. And then Nuh-uh. That's what he says. Nuh-uh. So they're, like, bullshitting ideas against each other, and he's like, how about Johnny and his peeps, or, and, like, all that stupid stuff. Like, this is, like, the cringy, old Fantastic Four part of the movie, you know, when they're just, like, bullshitting amongst so each other. So it's like Batman and Robin? Kind of. Fantastic Four. But then, like... Reed looks over to Ben, he's like, he's like, Fat Four Stick! <laughs> Fat Four Stick! Hashtag! <laughs> Reed's over, like, looks over the, uh, Reed looks over to uh, Ben, he's like, it's just like in the good old days when I was building topers in my, my garage, and then Ben's like, yeah, this is fantastic. And then Reed's like, I know what we're called. He did not say it like that, did he? He said it just like that, he's like, Guys, I know what we're called. <laughs> what? And then just boom, fan four stick. <laughs> that that's how it ends. He says, oh "I know what we're called." <laughs> fan four stick. This is the best movie I've never seen. <laughs> I don't ever want to see this movie, so I, I can remember either. it like this forever. <laughs> no. Oh my god. No wonder the director locked himself in his trailer. He's like, this is horseshit. <laughs> I heard he would come to the set drunk like every day. Yeah. And I, I can kind of see why. <laughs> He's like, this is horseshit. I gotta dr- I'm getting so paid. So it was like I directed the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he could have done a better job. Because me and Kyle would be like, no, they would never say this. They, uh, who pay- can we get the... Mo- can we- Did- was this somebody's cousin who wrote this fucking movie? So, yeah, it was somebody's really talented sister-in-law or something. <laughs> she just needed a job, man. <laughs> she was working at the strip club for too long. Yeah. Um. So overall, what would you give the like a Rotten Tomatoes score? What do you give it? Well, right now it has a nine percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't What's, think it's that, uh, that. It's not too far from where it should be. So F? Would you give the grade an F? Or is F implies that there is no redeemable qualities. Okay. I just gave you a redeemable quality in this in this episode of Lords of Film. That's so true. for that, it has to at least get a D. A so D. it's like a D. It's like a D. Like D's get like a, It's like a, you suck, but I want you out of my class. Like if I were to describe it, I'd say don't go see it in theaters. 
Don't don't, don't buy it. <laughs> don't see it on rent it, but get drunk before you see it. <laughs> or just try to find or, or, or pirate it. Yeah, not it that not that I encourage pirating, but or you, or Tom, would you encourage doing some shrooms? No, that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Ew, you just get so bored and probably fall asleep. <laughs> Sad thing is you do shrooms and then you look around and you're like, oh my god, I'm in the Fantastic Four now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in that other dimension with Doom. Fuck. <laughs> the other dimension was tripping, man, but... What, so what happened? Is he still, like, they just, like, leave him, well, like... punched in, him into the he, light. He's just in the light, man. <laughs> he has seen the light. <laughs> dun, dun, he's been dun, enlightened. Dun. <laughs> he's been enlightened. That was good. Um, but so, like, they leave it kind of ambiguous what happens to him so that they can obviously make him come back for the sequel that's coming up. Um... Oh boy! So you can't recommend it to anyone. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it was a better movie than the Amazing Spider-Man Two, though. Wow. Okay, Batman and Robin. Is it better than Batman and Robin? Mm, they're about equal. Really? But they're bad for different reasons. Like so Batman there- and Robin is just like really cheesy and campy and kind of hard to watch because it's so cringy. Fantastic Four is just boring. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens. Wow. So you would say Amazing Spider-Man 2 is worse or better than Fantastic Four? Oh, worse, obviously. I think the Amazing Spider-Man 2 is like the worst movie of all time. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little I'm a little biased. I, hate I hated that. that movie so much. I wrote a I wrote a review and it was so bad my editors like you can keep this line in. I said Spider-Man fights a giant blue dildo. I mean, if I were to rate it, I'd say I'd give it like a giant blue diddle out of ten. <laughs> Take that how you will. Wow. And that's our show, folks. And we're getting blocked by so many people after this. And blocked. Okay, so let's serious on a serious note. Was it the script? Was it the director? Was it the actors? Was it a combination of all? The actors were actually fine. I don't have any objections to that. The script, Doom character, his, the actor was fine, but like the writing for Doom and the way he ended up looking in costume was atrocious. Like his motivation, blue dildo. Yeah, he he actually works worse than Electro. I'll oh say that. God. Like, if you look at a picture of him, it's just like he has like this metallic face and it's like all scratched up. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> that's not Doctor Doom, unless unless that's how he looks in the new Ultimate series. But he, I, so I he looks like the mat, like the Jim Carrey, like the mask that he before he puts it on becomes like the mask. Kind like of. That. Like Tom, can you bring up a picture of a, yeah. a crashed dummy? From Google Images. You just want to see that? That's not it. Bring up an image of a crash test dummy. No problem. That's what Doom looks like. A green crash test dummy. (laughs) Okay, so while he's doing that, was the pace off? Was the editing horrible? Yeah, the pacing was really bad. Like I said, first hour, nothing happens. It's just this character build up. And despite all the build-up... Nothing The happened. last half an hour, they're What's just like... What's the movie about, then? Them just coming together and becoming the Fantastic Four. Like, literally, there is no... Like, how to describe There's no conflict 
until the very last ten minutes of the movie. There's, like, no villain. Although, obviously, they, like, prepared Doom to be that villain early on. But, like... Wow. That really does look like a crash test dummy. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a green metallic crash test dummy that's all scratched up in the face. Oh, God. (laughs) That's not what it looks like. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. That's horrible. Yeah. Just Google crash test dummy image and then go to... Twitter or something, or Google, <laughs> and just type in Fantastic Four Doom and laugh. Please. Yeah, like, they set up Doom to be this bad guy kind of early on, but he never actually does anything until they get him out of the other dimension. So the main character, as far as they're concerned, there's no enemy until the last ten minutes of the movie. What? They're just like... There's literally no point to this movie until the last... 15 there's minutes, there's no point except for them to actually exist. Except for they feel bad that they left their buddy in another dimension. They don't feel bad about it. They They're, don't. They're what? too worried about they being dead. mad at freaking Johnny. They think he's dead. Like they go back to dimension for like more research, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Doom. He's alive. Get him out of here." <laughs> GTF. See what pisses me off is like I remember when Man of Steel came out, and it didn't like Man of Steel got more hate than this movie. People were complaining that Man of Steel, like, butchered the image of Superman and what he stood for, and then I'm like, look at this shit over here, man! This ain't the Fantastic Four! This ain't Doctor Doom! <laughs> like, that's what, just, I just, here's a movie that's sitting at 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. After, like, this, this great run of superhero, I mean, you had a few that were just, like, really horrible, like, of the Amazing Spider-Man series... Uh, the first Thor movie wasn't that great, but this movie, from what I've been hearing, from what, is on the level of Batman and Robin bad, and we're, we're no one's crucifying it like they did with Man of Steel. I just I don't understand. It's a weird dichotomy. I really would like to. I, I don't think there's like a whole lot of like Fox fanboys out there that are jumping arms to protect their superhero movies. You know, you got the Marvel people, you got the DC people, but then like. The people that are a fan of the Fox ones, like the X-Men, the Fantastic Four and all that, they don't have as devoted fans as the other branches, you know? Okay, so what brings to up to another good question that I'm going to pose to you guys. Do you think that Marvel should regain the rights to Fantastic Four? Yes. Yeah. At this point... Like, I, I, look, I just want to say, I thought I read something the other day where, uh, like, an executive or something from... Fox was like, yeah, the only reason we made this movie is be- so we can keep the rights to Fantastic Four. Like, we didn't actually want to make it. They have to to keep the rights to They're, like, their obligated movies. to make a movie in this franchise every... So, so many years. So yeah. many years. Yeah, so they're, like... in perpetuity. Damn. Yeah, so, like, if they didn't make this movie, they'd had to have given the rights back or sell them off or something. So they just throw it out there. And you can tell there's, like, no passion in this movie whatsoever. It's just dead weight. Which is weird because... They had, they were trying to cross over this film franchise with X Men, but who wants to see these characters in an X Men world? Not I. I don't want to see that. There, like, if there was a redeemable thing in this movie, it was the characters, like the way the actors each portrayed their respective character was actually pretty good. But you said Sue Storm wasn't even really, like, she didn't even have her powers. Yeah, she did She did get her powers that? after she came back. Like So, wait, 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 So, originally, she, even though she before was, went without Sue, and yeah. then Sue ends up going back with them? No, like, 
despite the fact she never went to the other dimension, when the the three characters Her just being around the machine, when the machine came back in its damaged state, it brought back some of the energy that was in the thing, and she was and it like messed up the lab, it. and she got hit by the feedback or whatever, and that's gave her her, her invisibility, invisibility powers. powers. Okay. okay, okay, that's not bad. So like they brought the energy back, and she got hit by it because she was the only other person in the lab at the time. Fair enough. Okay, so I am on the other hand against Marvel gaining the rights back. Um, was Stan Lee in the movie? I will talk about that in a second. Was Stan Lee in the movie? Did he make a cameo? I don't remember if there was a Stan he Lee was cameo. So bored, he doesn't remember. I might have actually missed it if there was. Honestly, did you really fall asleep then? I might have. <laughs> Maybe that's why there was like so much dead stuff in the middle. I don't remember it. <laughs> um, do I think that Marvel should gain the rights back? Nope, I do not. I think that. I think that. Well, we just we know you just hate Marvel and you do, you just want to see him crash and burn. So yeah. it's I want Brian Singer to be like the Kevin Feige of the world at Fox. I think that I think that they can really do some. I think he I. I'm a huge Brian Singer fan. I love all the films. Valkyrie, The Usual Suspects, X-Men, X2, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, which are one of my favorite, probably the top three or four favorite comic book movies of all time. That's how much I love it. Uh, I do not... I think that they can pull themselves out. Maybe maybe I do want Marvel to crash and burn a little bit. I don't know, because I'm just so tired. He admitted of- it. Fanboys, get your por- tor- Get your torches. I just, I'm so tired of everyone. Did you just try to combine pitchfork and torches into one word? <laughs> porches! <laughs> Get your porches! <laughs> I'm selling your porches here. Uh, update, there is no official cameo from Stanley okay. in the Fantastic Four movie. I, um, I, maybe I didn't fall asleep. I'm just, I'm just tired of every, everyone sucking the dick of Marvel, saying that everything they do is so wonderful and so amazing, when it's not. It's not, um, I just really, I... Like, like, look at X-Men Days of Future Past. They didn't get the same amount of love as Ant-Man did. And would you say X-Men Days of Future Past is above and beyond the level of film that Ant-Man is? Above and beyond? Yeah. Probably not, although I did prefer it to Ant-Man. Okay. Ant-Man was still a pretty decent movie. I would see it again. It was... I, I like heist movies, so that kind of appealed to why I liked it, because there was, okay. like, this idea of this criminal, and he's, like, getting back into the criminal business, and he has to go rob this rich guy's house, but instead of robbing, like, a bank vault, he just robs the suit, and then he starts getting the, like, the powers that he kind of forces upon it, so he has to learn to cope with the shrinking ability, and it starts affecting him. I just, I just want... I think it breeds, when you have different, uh, studios running different kind of, like, movie franchises, it brings a great amount of competition like to be to one up each movie that each one does you know what I'm saying it's gonna stop you right there like you're you're saying you like the competition but even if Fantastic Four went over the Marvel there'd still be the competition now that DC's in the game they'd still have to compete against each other but I don't it wouldn't be without competition like I just I don't know like I'm just afraid my biggest fear is if Fantastic Four goes over to to Marvel. They're one step closer to the X-Men. And I don't want to see the X-Men played for like the goofy hu- humor that the Avengers is. 
X-Men isn't like that. I'm afraid that that's what they would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, X-Men's very dark, very, very serious tone, tonally. If, if, if X-Men goes to Marvel at some point, I, it's gonna be the kind of, like, everything's kind of like a joke, we're gonna make inside jokes about other franchises, like the Avengers Age of Ultron, where they're like, make sure everyone's saved, everyone, make sure everyone is saved, like, you know, like, at the end of, like, I felt like they were making fun of, like, Man of Steel and everything, I just, like, I don't know, like, for me, that's why I don't want... You need to have a little bit of faith, because I don't think Marvel's going to have this idea that they need to be kid-friendly all the time. I've already, I already have the suspicion that now that they're entering this really dark stage in the Marvel universe, where like uh, Thanos is coming and he's going, he he is going to kill everybody. He's going to kill the heroes. Like they're not going to get out of that movie unscathed. Like, but they I always feel like kill and then they always come back, so they never really die. I don't think so. Like past like 2020 or something, Marvel has left a blank slate. There's no idea, they have no idea what they're going to do. And I feel like once they get to that point, they they need to like refocus or like reboot things because you've already exhausted Iron Man, you've already exhausted Captain America, you've already exhausted your core characters. So when they get to that point, they either need to reboot them or start focusing more on side characters. I, I'll say this: if if Marvel gets Fantastic Four. I want them to do one thing, and one thing only. They now have Spider-Man. They have the Avengers. Now they have Fantastic Four. I want to see Secret Wars. Yes. I'd be so down for that. That's the only way I want to see these characters. Because that was a very dark storyline. It had the adventure, the epic. My favorite Marvel movie is Captain America 2. Like, I love that dark... like. I like I like funny movies. I like movies where you can laugh and everything. Like I like Iron Man one. That was kind of a dark. It had you know it had a serious tone to it. Uh, Iron Man three, on the other hand, exactly the opposite was the opposite. And he, I'd put Iron Man three about on equal grounds as Fantastic Four. Wow, I didn't like Iron Man three either. And <laughs> for some reason, like that movie's like it's one of the best Marvel movies ever. You I will know. say though. I probably would have actually liked Iron Man 3 if it weren't for that dumb plot twist. Yes! With the Mandarin. Like, holy shit. That has got to be the most dumb and pointless plot twist I have ever seen in a movie. Because that was one... That would have gone down quite possibly as one of the single greatest... I'm not going to lie. The the original image of the Mandarin they were setting up actually legitimately had me scared because it was so believable. I was like... Oh my god, Marvel seeing, is finally going to have like their Heath Ledger Joker. Yes, and then they played it off as a yeah. fucking joke. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's my fear. That they're going to play everything, like they're going to get X-Men and they're going to have Wolverine de- saying some weird Robert Downey Jr. line. <laughs> I know but see what I'm saying? Like, I know they're capable another- of having good, serious themes. I think eventually they're going to realize that they just need to play to their strengths and do that. I think it's going to come. Because what wasn't... Uh, what's the second Captain America movie called? Winter Soldier? Winter yeah, Soldier, wasn't yeah. that one of like the gr- highest grossing? It is like uh, their highest rated movie. 
a highest grossing, highest rated, and it had a serious tone to it. Yeah. It had the laughs on your left, like all that stuff in it, but there was there was enough of that serious tone, that balanced out the the humorous tone. They had, you know, when Robert Downey Jr., you find out he's Hydra, like part of Hydra, like it was awesome. Like that was a really, like I said, like a perfect example. I'm glad you brought up Iron Man 3 because they had, that would have been their Heath Ledger Joker. Like that would have been in that movie. But they played it as a joke. And it it turned that movie into horseshit. If that had not happened, I would probably put Iron Man 3 in like one of my top five favorite superhero movies of all time. Yes, me too. I was t- petrified. Because it was like I was... It was like watching like Bin Laden or watching like... Like this is the stuff I see in the news right now in yes. real time. Mm-hmm. And like that's why I was like, wow, they really, they really effed it up. And nobody likes that plot twist. I've not seen. Oh my god, Iron Man three is so great. I loved it when the Mandarin was played off as a joke. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, Everyone's like, it's the worst movie ever. Or they're like, guys, it's, it's not that bad. Like, I, I'd say it's you know like as good as Amazing Spider-Man two or something like that. <laughs> and blocked. <laughs> but Iron Man two is way worse. Iron Man two. I. Isn't it? Is it just me? Well, there's, there were there's good. So there many were plot good. Holes. There was a lot of good parts in that, but like you just said, the plot holes in it were it, really a, bad. And then it, here's the, the thing. drone thing really fucking killed me. Yeah, Iron Man Two is a more consistent movie than like Iron Man Three, but Iron Man Three has a lower low. Like, come so. on. Robert Downey Jr., like, Tony Stark jumps in the fucking Indy car to race. The, Whiplash like, knows he's there. I know! Reason. That's what I always say. Like, <laughs> come on. I, what, I remember there's nights where I, Iron Man 2 You just lie on. in bed saying, how did he know he was there? Yeah, how did he know? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, why is he there? Like, so many of all unsleepable the, nights. <laughs> of all the things he's gonna know. All of a sudden, Robert, like, uh, Tony Stark's like, yeah, we're gonna... Let's go to wherever that race is. Let's just go, like, on a spur-of-a-moment thing. He, then, he was at, like, the hotel across the street drinking, and he's just like, I'm, I'm gonna go race. I'm gonna go get in the now. race, man. And then all of a sudden, how does Whiplash get into the suit? How does he, how does he fucking Wasn't not? he, like, in a giant coat or something? And he, like, no, he's, the... like, a, he's, like, one of the guys who's, like, he steals somebody's, uh... Like you know, like they're not like oh, yeah, tech he was guys. in a he was in a pit crew, like yes. it, like the fire suit. Was it yeah, pit yeah, crew? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. He was in like yeah. That's and then where's it's just, my like, bird? When he when he turned on his. <laughs> I wow. forgot about that. I need my bird. <laughs> yeah, my bird. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my bird. I cannot kill about my bird. <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Even Mickey Rourke says, "Man, that original." That original script that we had or whatever was so much better than that end product. And John I feel like that's always the case with these movies. Like, man, that original script, I was so hyped. I was so ready to get in this project. And then, we just and and then as soon as I got it. on, as soon as I got on, they changed it. And I'm like, oh, I already well, saw the we've contract. Heard that. We've heard that with a lot of the Marvel movies. Yeah. A lot. Like, Paint well, Green. I mean, we just wasn't lost Peyton. Wonder Woman's director, though, too, for the same thing, kind of. Yeah, but she... But she had she like was, really she had crazy. She had crazy weird things that she wanted. to Visions throw into going it. on. Yeah, that's true. So wasn't, wasn't there like this? Wasn't there a thing in that script where she wanted to have like a giant alien or something? 
Like a giant dog or giant something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, yeah, giant it's, something, you're right. That sounds like fun. Like a giant tiger or lion or something. Yes! Should just been a giant, a giant spider. Liger. Giant spider. <laughs> liger? Giant, <laughs> a giant, a giant spider with a human head. <laughs> but yeah, like it just seems like that's what I'm afraid of. Like, like is there's some good uh, there's some good Marvel movies like the first Avengers I enjoyed up until it became Transformers. My favorite thing about that movie was when the Hulk was like, "That's my shaker. I'm always angry." I'm just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> If you're always angry and always in control, then why did you, like, nearly kill all your teammates and destroy that flying thing and almost kill everybody? <laughs> I know. I'm like, calling bullshit right there. <laughs> like, it's just... Like, I just don't... I don't know. And that's why I prefer DC stuff, because... All one of their movies. <laughs> but it all is, like... It all kind of makes sense. Like, even the stuff where he's destroying... Where Zod's destroying all of Metropolis, like that seemed more legit than uh, Mickey Rourke finding out that Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. out of spur of a moment was going to race a car. It's one of morning guys. If I based the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe on their first movie, the first Iron Man movie, I would think every single one of their movies is fantastic. Yes, I love that first Iron Man. You gotta movie. be skeptical of the DC since they too have had a good first movie. How are they going to carry on? I need to see more. I need to see more as well. I'm more concerned with the tertiary characters like the Flash, Aquaman. Yeah. Even though they do have... It seems like they're letting their... We've talked about this before, too. It seems like they're letting their filmmakers kind of like... Like, do their own thing. Like, Snyder said that David Ayer is going to do something completely different with Suicide Squad. And he's going to push the boundaries of the DC Extended Universe. But... They're gonna come back. They're letting him do his thing to a point where, like, go as far as you want, but you can't cross th- these lines. Like, you're in the sandbox. Just don't get out of the sandbox. This is this is your square of the sandbox. You can do whatever you need to do within that square of the sandbox. And if something, if you want to change something like dramatically within that, our our films are gonna be play off of those strengths. And and press against those things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which makes makes sense. It's not like oh, we need to make everything cookie cutter. I like it when it's not cookie cutter. When it's not when it feels like it's not off an assembly line. Because that's where you get the mo the more. You you don't get a Heath Ledger Joker in a Marvel, in a Marvel movie. No, that's because they kill their villains at the end of every movie. Who does? Marvel. They kill the villain off every movie. There's no continuity except for Loki. Do they kill off their villains every mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. I know they try to kill off all their heroes, but they never stay dead. Yeah, but they oh, yeah. do kill off all their villains. But they don't have good villains Loki. anyway. No, <laughs> yeah, they have which is weird to say. They don't have as many good villains, but they kill them all. And the one good off. villain they yeah. had, they fucked with it. Which one? Mandarin. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're talking joke. about that. No, I'm being like they. Like, Don't they, worry, they killed off the fake Mandarin though. Maybe the real one will come. Did they kill off the fake Mandarin? No, no. the what? The actor, this, the the guy playing the actor is fine, but like the mirror Mandarin died. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, did they? The joke Mandarin, he died. He's fine. Okay, but the, like the guy in the way that ended up being the real Mandarin, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. They they killed Guy Pierce, didn't they? Or he killed himself or and something? Like, have you noticed that every Iron Man movie is, like, the same, like, 
third act where somebody steals an Iron Man suit. <laughs> Everyone, first Every Iron time. Man, first Iron Man movie. Oh, I'm gonna steal Obadiah Stane steals suit. Yeah. Second Iron Man. Oh, uh, Whiplash. I'm gonna steal your suit. Third <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, uh, Guy Pierce, fake Mandarin, real Mandarin. In comes War Machine. <laughs> I'm gonna steal your suit. Uh, I'm gonna get you. Why the fuck? Did, what, how is he? Get <laughs> That's sloppy. Sloppy. He's Iron Man. How's everyone to get in a suit? Could you just imagine I mean, if somebody create, got the Batman suit? When you create like thirty bajillion automated suits that get broken when you just like poke them, then it's no wonder people can take them. I hated that in the third movie. Literally, the lightest tap would break his suits. Remember that? Man, we kind of we kind of got off on a tangent. We're probably at like four hours right now. Yeah, I think we've been here for two weeks. But yeah, like that's like we originally talked about why I didn't want uh, Fantastic Four in within Marvel because of that. Like Fantastic Four actually has a really good villain, Doctor Doom, and Galactus. Mm-hmm. And they they already fucked up Galactus. Yeah, once. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that. But that was before like all this. That, that was the dark ages when the Hulk movie had a cloud monster. The Sur- the Silver Surfer movie had a cloud monster, and then Green Lantern had a cloud monster. Yep. Wow. What was up with all the cloud monsters at the, at the I time? I think they were just afraid of like. And now we're swinging back into punching things into the sun slash light, which is so bizarre. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, Did they really? Green Lantern? Didn't they learn their lesson from the that? The Thane punches Doctor Doom into a green beam of light, <laughs> and then he disappears. So the tr- the light from Tron? Yes, it was just <laughs> like that. And that's why the second one got can't or the wasn't there weren't they gonna the do third another, one? A third one, yeah. They were gonna do another reboot I on was, that. No, it was gonna be a continuation of that story. Gonna, a lot of people liked that movie. I like the second one. Oh, Silver yeah. Silver. No, no, we're talking no, about Tron. Tron now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, talked about people Tron. like the Silver Surfer? No! That's what I'm saying. It was terrible. Yeah, I wanted a third Tron really badly. Yeah, yeah I just think the budget. I, like, they wanted, like, a really 200 million. Like, Tron's, like, one of those. Disney's movies. like, well, we kind of fucked up here, so we're just going to take all this budget and put it into the Marvel budget. Well, that's what. Like, what they should. Do you know how, many, how much money they would have made off of that third Daft Punk? Or that second Daft Punk Tron music. I would have bought like 20 copies for myself. I, like, I listen to tr- that Tron Legacy soundtrack at least twice a day. At least. Yeah, that's phenomenal. It's that It's that good. I love Daft Punk. What they did with that score. Like, they would have just made half their money back in that. People were... T- I remember on message boards and Twitter, like, Oh, man, no Daft Punk for the next... The next, uh... Tron movie. I'm almost more upset about the fact there's no more Daft Punk for the soundtrack than the actual movie being cancelled. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the, the soundtrack more than I enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good, actually. I know there were some weak points and oh, yeah, a couple like, concerns, but like the movie was enjoyable for the most yeah. part. Even like as had, someone that really liked the first Tron. You, I've never seen the first Tron. You've never seen the first Tron? No. Get out of here. Leave. Let's get out <laughs> Have of here. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. Really I've not classic. seen it. Get out of here. It's awesome, man. Jeff Bridges is the fucking boy. I love Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff so cool Bridges like as Jeff a Bridges boy. is the boy, and then in the second one, he's the dad. Oh. What <laughs> could have been? Uh, yeah, in the third one, he could have been the granddad. <laughs> that would have been awesome. See? He could have been the dude. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, was there anything else that we missed talking about on this yeah. fifth episode of Lord there of the There actually Film? was. Yeah, go for it, Tom. We got to uh, see the official, which is the one that we've seen anyway, the Deadpool trailer. Oh, which yeah. Which was actually fucking awesome. That was a fun trailer. Ryan Reynolds actually it surprised me in that trailer. Yeah. Like, just from the trailer, I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I, I would see this. And I was very, very... I was... From the very beginning, from the the Burt Reynolds Playboy shot, I was really worried about the Deadpool thing. What are we looking forward to? Now that the summer movies are almost over with, like, we have uh, Man from Uncle coming out, which I'm excited for. What movies fall and winter are you guys most excited for? Like, obviously, Spectre, Star Wars. I'm, exci- mm-hmm. I'm excited for Spectre, Star Wars. There's also, um, I think the name of it, but there's that one Tom Hanks movie coming out where he's, like, the lawyer... Something about the bridge. I forget the name of it. I saw a, a preview for it when I was at the theater I'm not a while ago. Aware. If you if you guys know what I'm talking about, leave a comment. I forget the name of it, but there's a, there's a Tom Hanks movie coming out this summer, no, this fall, and he's like a he's a lawyer. I forget the context of it now. Kind of just rambling here, so someone <laughs> yeah. else should say something before I, I don't say know. something Google stupid. Google it, Tom. Uh, they can Tom it. Hanks movie. <laughs> Lincoln? No. Lincoln. No. Um. I'm really excited for Spectre. I like, like Skyfall is a weird movie for me because when I first saw it, I really didn't enjoy it. But after a repeat, I was like, you know what? This is actually really good. I don't know why I didn't like it the first time. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was expecting something completely different. But I'm really looking forward to Spectre. I love Christoph Waltz. Uh, I'm glad he's the villain, and I'm really looking forward to Star Wars. It's gonna be probably like. Uh, Jurassic World, very nostalgic feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like trudging its own ground into new territory with different characters, new story. The name of the Tom Hanks movie was Bridge of Spies. Never, I, you were close. You need a bridge it was of Bridge something. of something. Yeah. There's also uh, Mockingjay Part Two coming out this fall. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. I definitely like and to see that. there's the Hitman movie coming out at the end of August. Yeah, that might be that. That might be like. And I hope it's better than the first. There's the new Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio movie called Revenant. Oh yeah, with uh, the guy from the guy who directed uh, Birdman. Yeah, 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 yeah. He directed that movie. That that trailer, by the way, was so awesome. Yeah, it, it was one of those things where you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but I like it. It's ba- it's based on a true story. Hmm. So, like, if you haven't seen the trailer for Revenant, it's like, I recommend it. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy. Faces off versus Leonardo DiCaprio. That's a winning combo right there. Yeah, yeah. They're like fighting with muskets and stuff too. Nice. I'm really excited for that movie. There's there a lot of good movies else? coming out. So we got Hunger Games, Revenant. Yeah, Hunger Star Games Wars, are... James Bond, Hitman. I definitely will see Star Wars. I know that much. Oh like, yeah, I'm gonna see that. It's everyone's gonna, be... gonna see Star Wars. Yeah. Like like your parents are gonna go see it. Kids are gonna go see it. We are gonna go see it. Like, Star Wars is going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. Probably. And then, and then like, three months later, Batman vs. Superman is going to come out and it's going to break that record. <laughs> yeah. Like, what I've... Honestly, it's... What I've liked about the competition between Star Wars and Batman v Superman is they were cross-promoting the movies as they were filming. Like, Zack Snyder and J.J. Abrams were, like, tossing out those, like, little teases and... Those fan stuff of like, I remember there was one with the Batmobile on the Millennium Falcon. Like that yeah. stuff is cool. Yeah. Like it, it's like 
like obviously they're competing against each other, but it's a healthy competition. We want these movies. To, it's like we want both of these movie franchises to be successful because because we're fans. We're and fans we of each. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the Marvel versus DC bullcrap where we hope this movie doesn't make do well and like we we hope it fails. Burn them at the stake. But yeah, like I'm really looking forward to both those movies. Well, obviously, we mm-hmm. have a whole podcast just on Batman. No, I'm not excited for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really I'm. My only concern with Star Wars is how much of the old characters are in, and how much are of the new characters. Like, is it going to be like half the movie is old, like the old character, like? How are they going to integrate well with... Because those characters, the old like from the old original trilogy, they already have that chemistry work together. How's that chemistry going to play off against these new characters? That's my only concern. I'm sure J.J. Abrams is a fantastic oh, yeah. director. He's directed really great ensemble pieces from Mission Impossible to that train... The, the What's that one where like, the train derails? Snowpiercer or something no, like no, that? No, no, no. It's not Snowpiercer. It's... Uh, like super super eight. Oh yeah, that oh, was super eight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, a great yeah. movie. Yeah, another ensemble I, piece. I, I thought that was a Spielberg movie. That is a it's, Spielberg. It was a movie. montage to a Spielberg. It is Spielberg. Film. Okay. Um, but he directed that movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that but yeah, great. like um, that's my only concern is like how are they how are they gonna because those characters need we need the exposition of what what those characters have been of Han, Leia, Luke, three PO, and and R two D two like what's been going on with them. And how are how I want to see what they've been up to for the last thirty odd years, and I want to see these new cast of characters because it's very interesting to see John Boyega, um, in a stormtrooper outfit, you know, on Tatooine. Like that's interesting too. So I'm very like I said, like you think it's going to be like one of those movies where maybe in the first. One we don't see as much as you think you're going to see some characters. And I mean, you're gonna, what like, they hold off on their, what they've been doing until I don't the think they're going to hold back too much. I don't know? think so. And they have what they have, which is a great advantage, is they have the opening credits where it scrolls and t- could tell us what those characters. You can get a lot of true, backstory yeah. in and that, you know? right yeah. There, yeah. So, they, but like, they just have to tell it and say this is what they've been doing. They could tell in just in a sense. Like Luke spinoff, Luke spinoff training to be a better Jedi, or he they could say he's been in self-imposed exile. But they just need to tell us what they've been doing. Han and Leia had a baby, or and C three P and R two D two had a baby. Right now. Well, <laughs> a robot baby, yeah, and that's the man. little rolly ball. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's where it came from. I don't think it's how if it that's works. in the yellow scrolling credits. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> that. The very, the last one, R two D two C three B had a baby. It was Rolly Ball or whatever. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Don't ask us how that happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of oil involved. So we're gonna we're gonna do like two or three episodes just based on Star Wars. Yeah, man. Probably. I want to cover the original trilogy. Oh yeah, we'll do all that stuff. We gotta do that. Do, are we gonna do like commentary tracks for that, or are we gonna just like talk that, about each? If we did commentary tracks, that'd be like seven episodes. Real well, time. they're all two within two hours long, right? Which is all two-part well, yeah. episodes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. As a hardcore Star Wars fan, I will be keeping a close eye on the new movie. We should be getting a new trailer here pretty soon, too. I heard rumblings on the internets today that it will be coming around the end of September. 
Ooh, really? Well, there's no movies that, like, I would have thought Man of, uh, Man from Uncle would have been, like, the last summer movie. I think it'll end up coming earlier. That's, that's just what I heard. End of September is, like, the Target. I'm not sure what movie that'd be for. Like, I was just looking at a list of movies, and I don't recognize any at the end of September, really. September is one of those weird ones. Like, where, there's like, a lot in August, and then nothing, in nothing until, like, the beginning of November. Yeah, September and October are always those weird months where, like, no good movies come out. It's all the bullshit rom-coms. That's when the, the Bridge of Spies was coming out was in October. Horror movies pop in because of Halloween. Oh, that's right, yep. So, like, there's really nothing, like, that really sets itself. And that begins, like, the start of, like, the the films for the Academy uh, consideration. Academy so, season. It's so. the season where they forget all other movies that came out the, that year and only focus on the last two months. That's really what happens. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of times, what happens is if they think a movie is Academy uh, Award worthy, they move they move until that date. Like they they will move back months and lose out on millions and millions of dollars just for that. Right. Which is bizarre. I don't know why. It makes but. me sad because that probably means that Mad Max will not get as much recognition as it probably deserves. I think it will get cinematography and uh, soundtrack. Maybe. Oh yeah. yeah. That that is such iconic music. Like just just him talking. Tom, where are we at on time though? For real. Oh. Like look. Fuck oh, it. We do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Just keep going. Who cares? Um. I was gonna say. Uh, that's why you don't ask questions like that in the middle of your fucking sentences. Well, the, like, <laughs> what was the I fact saying? that uh, Junkie XL is doing the Batman score for Batman v Superman, like we're getting a movie where Hans Zimmer is scoring part of the film, and Junkie XL is scoring the other part of the film. My Star Wars in boner is being replaced film. by BB. <laughs> What'd you say? My Star Wars boner is being replaced by BB right now. <laughs> What's a BB? A bat boner? Bat boner, man. Yeah. But yeah, like that, we're getting that in one film. Junkie XL. I Tom, thank God Tom knows his music shit because I was like, <laughs> I was like really Junkie? I don't know. Who's like, this Junkie epi- XL guy? He sounds like he sounds lame. There, I don't know. Like, why won't Hans Zimmer do it? He's like, don't worry about it. Junkie XL. He's really good. Thank God for Tom. Told you, <laughs> shit's on lockdown, son. I know. Like, I'm excited to hear what he had. like. It's you know, it's gonna be amazing. But how amazing is it going to be? Pfft. My head might explode thinking about it. I hope there's an ambulance on site <laughs> when that movie comes well, out. They, I mean, they, we, Justin's gonna we pass can be out. his backup since he gets to see it before us. Yeah. Pfft. That's true. I do get to see it a week before. We're just going to be like sitting out there in a car while he's in the theater. I'm just like. communicate myself from Justin. What's going on out there? <laughs> I excommunicate myself for a week from him. He's a big. Hey guys, we're gonna nope, nope, uh, nope and, block and blocks for a week. Because <laughs> I will, you shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> yeah. I kind of ruined Interstellar for Cobb. I go, Matt Damon. I'm like, Matt Damon. Why is he saying Matt Damon? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Like two minutes before that, he's like, there's a secret character in the movie, but I don't want to tell you about it. <laughs> then I'm like, nowhere. Matt Damon. I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh, I'll try my best not to talk about it. Kicking the shins if you try. Uh, but that means we have to go. We have to all go see it though, like together. I just expect you to go see it like twenty times. Oh, I'm gonna see it about ten, fifteen times. See, I knew it. 
I mean, we have so many people who want to come on the show just to talk about Batman vs. Superman. Mark Rodesky, Lord of the Rings film producer, coming on. I'm sure we're going to get Bill Raimi to come on. We're going to do our own, uh, like, talk about it. I'm sure we're going to do a lead-up episode on Batman vs. Superman. I'm going to put on my cynical pants before I go see it. (laughs) (laughs) You all better be prepared. Uh, We have so much. Tom's going to... We're probably going to do one entire episode where Tom just breaks down the music for Batman v Superman. And then Tom will probably play some chords on bass. I doubt it. Come on, Tom! Play us a Seinfeld. (laughs) 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 Tom's always slapping some bass. So yeah, like I think that's going to be it for episode 5 of Lords of Film. If you want to... Uh, don't follow. go see Fantastic Four. Yeah, don't go see it. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Tom, where they can find you? Where can they find you on Twitter? At? Me? They can follow me on Twitter at Batman Slap. Kyle, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at the Mister Tootles. You can find me at Batman Shanlin on uh, Twitter. Where can they read our website at, Tom? <laughs> they can go to our website at www.shanlinonbatman.com. Uh, That's t- the best place to check out anything. Shanley Not Batman, Lords of Film, some of comic book reviews from Kim Gaines. Kyle, where can they f- stream your work on YouTube? They can't stream my work. That's my stuff. Yeah. But no, <laughs> if, you, if you want to watch some of my content, I have a YouTube channel at the Mr. Toodles, and my Twitch channel is at twitch.tv forward slash the Mr. Toodles. Although I'm not very active on it right now due to school, I hope to change that probably a month from now. Um, do we do we need to plug anyone else? Are we plugged out? Check out our comic book enthusiast, Kim Gaines. Yeah, she's going to be dropping one, maybe two uh, reviews nice. uh, very soon. As in this week. We, I don't know when this episode's going to run. Oh, I have a quick oops I fucked up in a past episode. Kyle, we did The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Part one. Remember when we were talking about Sam Elliott? And I was like, I think he was the Marble Man. And you're like, that seems legit. Oh! He kind of was the Marble Man. He wasn't the Marble Man in real life. He was the Marble Man in Thank You for Smoking. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. So, sorry, Sam Elliott was not the Marble Man. Damn it, now you're just We My bad. fucked up. Yeah. And but, then we're going to drop... We're going to drop... We've, we just dropped... Part one, part one of the big Lebowski where I was commentary. not there, but where Tom and Kyle ran that episode. Yeah, and we're gonna drop the next one very within a day tomorrow, maybe next day, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. We don't know. And then the we're gonna dude, drop. It takes this isn't gonna time. make any sense that we're talking about this right yeah. now to you. So for episode five, that's gonna do it. I'm Justin Chandler, Kyle Davis, Tom Harper. Bye, Bye Felicia. Felicia.